You guys, it's February 5th, which means it's my Super Bowl. It is the day that Summer House is finally airing, and I have exciting news. I have a new option on my Patreon for three dollars three hefty dollars a month i will be adding you to my close friends list on instagram and doing updates and recaps of every episode of summer house and how i really feel everything went down also probably random stuff about my life and my cat butter but to get added to my close friends list and to get all the recaps and my opinions go to patreon.com slash burning in hell and this episode today speaking of bravo celebrities is a very special Bravo celebrity who got very, very vulnerable. Honestly, I kind of liked it. <laughs> Welcome to Burning Hell. Okay, let's get the party started. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome to Burning in Hell. I'm your host, Hannah Burner. And Sheena Shea has watched <laughs> What Happens Live in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and she ran to come here first. Boom. Um, I have a new level of respect for you because obviously you. she has great taste in podcasts. I was also on Shenanigans. You guys need to subscribe, yes. rate, review. Sheena, how do you like New York City? I love New York. Like, if it wasn't for the cold, I probably would have moved here by now. I know. You're kind of a like permanently tan bitch and I'm jealous really I think that's just the Mexican blood because <laughs> I have not tanned in like three years I am a potato right now but I still wear a crop top for you yes I wear magic love it thank you <laughs> Sheena's the crop top queen <laughs> um first of all I've watched Vanderpump we're like two or three episodes in first episode fucking Brett what would I some Italian Ew. name yeah on national television out of nowhere, not prompted by a producer. No. I'm like a little upset about this, obviously. Mm-hmm. Says that you're a bad kisser. Yeah. And then he tries to like act like, oh, well, you know, the producer was. I'm like, no, no, no. I watched your interview where you literally say it wasn't what I expected. Did Jeremiah, our producer, have to ask to further that comment? No. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't insinuating that. He's like, well, what do you mean it wasn't what you expected? Are you saying she's a bad kisser? And he's like, that's exactly what I'm saying. I'm like, oh yeah, he sure manipulated you. He forced you to say that, didn't he? It's also no. like, I'm protective of my OGs and like, don't come in like that. Also, it doesn't matter what how old you are. Don't fucking say shit about someone's kissing. Right. And it's not even true. It's not true. I've seen multiple (laughs) stories of women and men coming forward. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, So annoying. So I'm very upset at that. And I've told Sheena this maybe six times already, but I have to preface it when I'm drunk, whatever. I'm just like, Sheena, when I went through my terrible breakup. Vanderpump was all I watched at night. I'd get home and from, I was like, I'm starting the show from the beginning. So like you guys represent like an escape for a lot of people and it's a beautiful thing but our escape is your reality right (laughs) (laughs) like vicariously live through my life it's fine um the first episode the first thing you say you're flirting it up doing your thing and you go divorce does not define me Okay, let me just give you a little backstory about that comment. Yes. So I was going through the restaurant just like telling him a bunch of stories of things that could ultimately be flashed back to. Mm -hmm. And one of them I was like, okay, and over here at Garden 9 was where Tom Sandoval punched Jax Taylor at my engagement party, like (laughs) blah, blah, blah about my engagement party. And he kind of looks at me like, we just made out last week. Like it looks at my finger like you're not wearing a ring. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
Oh yeah, I'm I'm divorced. I don't know if you know that. Not that it defines me, but it was because I was talking about my engagement party. Mm-hmm. I didn't just randomly be like, "So girls are gonna like you," and I'm divorced. <laughs> just so you know, doesn't define me. People took that quote and it was like everywhere. Oh, they, I have a tattoo on my <laughs> arm now. It says, "I'm divorced." Not a big deal. Doesn't define me. For so a lot of people listening are probably huge Vanderpumpers, or I just made that up. I don't know if people call themselves that. I, I like that to, though. Thank you. I want to do a quick game of all the OGs. Okay. Um, and just, it's what is it called? Like in a yearbook, you do the, the whatever. Oh, like a superlative thing? Yes. Yes. Look at you. I was testing you. Uh-huh. Um, who, <laughs> who is the messiest? Ooh, Tom Sandoval. Really? Yeah. Because he looks so put together with his like shaved forehead. Yeah, and stuff. but then you like walk in his bedroom and you're like, is there a floor in here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the dirt we need. Mm-hmm. Um, who eats the most? Probably Jax. He he lost some weight though this season. Yeah, He's but looking... definitely eats a lot. Who's the grumpiest in the morning? These what questions? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to know. Um, Katie. Oh, I could see that. Who's the flakiest with plans? Stassi. I see that. Who's the best drinker? Um, see, Brittany probably drinks the most, but she's not the best because she's <laughs> always sick after. <laughs> That's some southern like yeah. shit. You know, so I'd pro- I'd maybe give that to myself because I Damn. always can like hold my own when I drink, and I don't usually get to the point of like really drunk. I so respect that. I'm a, I'm a good drinker in the responsible way. When you film, do you have like a different kind of like filming drunk versus non-filming drunk? I, overall, I'm not a big drinker. I definitely smoke way more weed than I do drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. But especially when I'm filming, I drink less. There's been maybe two or three scenes in eight seasons that I've been like drunk one being the penguin scene last year in the finale blacked out forgot about that night um and then you more than remembered it yeah but I don't like to get too drunk on camera because I don't want to slur my words and I want to remember everything the next day and not be like six months later doing an interview like I don't remember because I was so drunk so awkward actually we have an important I asked you guys questions to send in you guys um, this is the question. Wait, has Adam even met his penguin child yet? No, he never went with me. We never got to go visit baby spot. And you know what? Technically, it is my penguin. I have the adoption certificate and she's mine. You have this like, um... Ugh. You put it all out there, and I still to this day I don't understand how you can go on national TV and own the fact that you bought a guy an Apple One Watch and uh-huh. he ghosted you. Like yeah. I would never admit that. I mean, I'm trying to do a thing where it's like if you're only gonna cover this very small part of my life, which mm-hmm. is oh she works at Sir still mm-hmm. and she likes a boy. Mm-hmm. If that's all you're gonna show, I'm gonna show it in the most self-deprecating way possible, and I'm yeah. gonna make fun of myself. Yeah, because it is dumb the amount of <laughs> money I have spent on these boys, these boys. Do you like? Do you want? Ugh. Do you like being a sugar mama in the relationship? I mean, I'm a very giving person I'm very generous and is that your love language it's definitely one of them yeah for sure Mm -hmm. I think that's it but I've 
pretty much only and ever like until now dated guys less successful than me who couldn't afford the things that I know they wanted. And I'm like, what's a thousand bucks? I'll just do a few cameos, do an Instagram post and yeah. buy you an Apple watch. Oh my God. I want to date you. <laughs> I, I feel though I've recently like been on the show, my show and things have changed in terms of like I have more Instagram followers, but I realize it's like less of a dating pool now mm-hmm. in terms of like serious relationships. Like I, and guys don't, it's reverse wise. Like I could have no job. I could be homeless and I could date right. anyone. But once you're successful, it's like a less of a dating pool. Totally. Because it's, it's emasculating to men to be with a woman more successful or financially stable than them. And again, I only dated boys until Brock. So, okay. The name Brock like makes me wet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like you have to be a man, a strong man. To if you be, have that name. Yeah. Like there's no skinny Brock's walking around. No. Um, he's, well, I'm going to say this for you. He's this Australian. Um, he looks like, um, Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa. He's basically like Aquaman, but with a hotter accent. Yes. How did you meet? So we were in San Diego. It was after day two of a music festival. Mm-hmm. We wanted to keep the party going. And so one of my girlfriends called one of her friends and was like, do you know any afters? Like, we still want to keep partying. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, go over to my friend's house. Gives us the address. We're there. There's only like maybe 10, 15 people at most. Like, mm-hmm. not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I see this gorgeous guy who comes over and starts talking to me. And then I hear his gorgeous accent. And I'm like, wait, New Zealand or Australia? And he's like, born in New Zealand, raised in Australia. And I was like, wait, no way. I was like, I was just in Auckland and Sydney. And so then that sparked a conversation. Mm -hmm. That night, we didn't exchange numbers or anything. Don't (gasps) know why. Uh, Neither of us were sober at all. (laughs) But the next morning, he slid in the DMs with can I take you to a football game not can I take you to dinner or drinks or anything cheesy and lame wait that's so hot yeah he knew the way to my heart he said a Rams game and I was like well I'm a Chargers fan yeah but overall I just love football and I love going to any sporting event so like I'm down you're fun like you like to do things let me just say I do Sheena texted me and Paige on a fucking Monday <laughs> happy as ever like let's go out and I where's text, the party I texted Paige on the side I was like she thinks we're way more fun than we are <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta text my New York friends. Nobody came out. It was just me and Brock at employees only last night. <laughs> oh, no, but you are definitely a good time. Thanks. But I wanna know you put yourself out there. Um, you're cute, you're fun, you're having a good time. What's your biggest physical insecurity? My hairline. Shut the f- I swear to God. You're- you are such a weirdo. I hate my hair. What is wrong with your hairline? See how it goes back. Well, I kind of colored it in today because my hair was up, uh-huh. but it goes back further on my right side. Oh, hence I have my bad side. I have side. full Trump hair. Like I have a full like cowlick over here. And so do I. Yeah. It's I have a that on both sides. I fill it in with this like topic <laughs> hair powder. It is. I even got my hairline microbladed, but it didn't stick. It washed off in like three washes. That's it's just hilarious to me mm-hmm. the things that people are insecure about yeah. that you'd never fucking notice. It's the and biggest thing. And you like thing. wearing your hair back too. I love my hair back. I just wish I had a Kim K hairline. Oh my God. A lot of them, they like laser. Have but that's the thing. That? I could laser a perfect hairline, but I would give myself a bigger forehead. <laughs> No, I want to pull my hairline forward. Then you have so a five head. And if then it's I facetune anything in a photo, I pull my hairline down. Oh, that's, that's the only thing I really facetune. That's amazing. Yeah, and I'll smooth out cellulite if I have that. But that's not an insecurity. That's just being a woman. 
I feel like you look younger than you started. Maybe because you wore Botox. more makeup and Botox. <laughs> you wore you wore more make eye makeup. I did. You did. I loved the black under oh, eye. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> it was it was like Britney Spears esque. Yeah. But less messy. Less messy. Yeah. Hers is always like she's been crying for yeah. four days and <laughs> Yours it's still was there. Pre cry. <laughs> <laughs> also, do you remember your glasses? Oh yeah. I still have those. I still have them. Those are at my Palm Springs house. <laughs> I think that people have to understand that to survive these shows, you have to be able to laugh at yourself. Absolutely. You're also a cat lady. I am. I have two. And no one, like, why don't they give the cats more screen time? I don't you understand. Know, I, they don't like to come to Marina Del Rey because I live so far. So I think that's one reason. Uh-huh. But whenever we do film, Penny is all about the cameras like she's just like <laughs> strutting her stuff Salem freaks out he'll hide when the cameras are there I don't know why Salem's like Adam yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's giving Adam too much credit Salem's way cooler <laughs> I actually like kind of knew Adam because he knew Robbie who knew Jordan oh, who's on right. Summer House and, and they oh, would like frolic around together all the time those FSU boys I mean I love Schwartz so I'll take him out of that category yeah. but any other FSU boy just yeesh. run around with their white ass teeth and like mm-hmm. who who knows what those sketchy boys are up to i had robbie on Ugh, the pod i don't want to know <laughs> and I, I had robbie on after he was hanging out with you for a little bit yeah now he's on siesta key yeah fourth reality show hopefully this one sticks <laughs> it's actually it's insane it's insane yeah um what do you think is your worst habit oh my worst habit we're getting darker slowly i think being on my phone too much <laughs> yeah. went as I'm checking it right now. Brock's like, I'm about to leave. Do you need anything from, from the room? <laughs> you guys were witnessing um, um, Brock being her little bitch and getting everything she needs. He's the best boyfriend. It's fucking adorable. He's the best Instagram boyfriend. He's the, just how did the it, best. How did it become official? Um, when we were in Australia and Bali, I mean, we were only like five weeks into dating and he flew me out to That's see him. That's some bachelor shit. Yeah. And when we were there, he was saying something about, I don't know if it was like a reservation we were trying to make. He's like, I'm just going to call and say like, it's like mine and my girlfriend's anniversary. And I was like, you're who? And he's like, well, I'm just going to say, I was like, well, am I? And he's like, I'm, I'm like, are you seeing anyone else? No, I'm not seeing anyone else. No. So... I mean, why not? And then it just, yeah, in Bali, it became official. Do you feel like you've been guilty in the past of, like, falling for dudes before you really know them? Yes, but it's because of what they put out so Mm. quickly. Like, with Max, for example. I mean, from week one... I started falling for him because everything he was saying to me was all of the things Adam never said, Rob never said, I hadn't heard since the first year of being with Shay. And it was Mm -hmm. like all of those things that I wanted to hear so badly, I was getting from this guy week one. And he was so all in, all about me, like every day that I was like, okay, let's just jump all in and see where this goes. he fucking gaslights you and makes you feel like you were the crazy one forcing it. Exactly. I'm like, you pursued me, motherfucker. I like, have a rule with these boys. If the first couple of dates, they call you beautiful, talk about meeting their parents, any of that crazy mm-hmm. shit, it's like, it's not authentic. Yeah. And I don't trust them. No. 
Because before I would fall for that shit. Yeah. But I'm 28 now. You can't get it past me. Yep. I've so, seen some shit. Yeah. But yeah, I would, going back to the bad habit, I think it's my mom's thing she gets most annoyed with me about. She's like, how come when like you're with Brock, you're not always on your phone, but when you're with me, you're always on your phone. I'm like, well, because I usually like hang out with my mom during Monday through Friday business hours when I have emails and responding. She's like, oh, it's always a work thing. It's always, but I'm like, it is a bad habit, but it is yeah. also business. Yeah. But I, I would Parents say that's... love being like, get off your of phone. Them. And then I'm like, you're on fucking Facebook on your phone. Yeah. So let's just even it out. <laughs> but a lot of time I am doing emails. Like, we're running around. Yeah. Is your mom your momager? Um, not like technically, mm-hmm. but yes. Like, she does... She's like my daily mm-hmm. life manager. Not really like business-wise, but she helps me with everything I would be lost without her because whenever I've seen you like professionally she's always there by your side helping yeah. you out and it's fucking adorable mm-hmm. um is it hard working with your mom no I don't think so because I mean it's it's not like she's like setting up meetings for me and yeah. I this and that I mean I have a team who works for me and then yeah. it's like she's just kind of on payroll as my mom yeah. just <laughs> you know I'm like I when the economy dropped like a decade ago, uh-huh. she got laid off and then got into hospice care. And after losing a few patients, it was just wow. a really hard field to be in. And I had just started making money. And I'm like, don't go and try and get another job. Don't do something you're unhappy with. Like, just, you know, work for me. And by that, just be my mom. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. You yeah. And also, like, you if you can trust anyone, it's your fucking mom. Absolutely. In this industry, I feel like once you get any momentum, people are quick to just see how they can mm-hmm. use you. Yeah. How do you think you've changed the most since season one, which is such a generic question? But uh, I mean, definitely makeup-wise. <laughs> <laughs> that has been a full transformation. I have not had a nose job, despite popular opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think just overall, I've grown a lot and I've matured and... I think there was a point in time where all of us, I mean, look at Stassi. She quit the show and moved to New York season two when she yeah. thought she was the shit. Like yeah. all of us had those moments where we did get really caught up. And I think mine was season three mm-hmm. when it was like all about the wedding and like me this, me that. Oh, yeah. And I was neglecting my friendship with Ariana, realizing she had just lost her dad and everything she was dealing with because I was just so caught up with like, oh, Katie and I are friends now and Kristen and I are friends now. And it was just like... I, I got lost for a few seasons, I think. You got I lost think. in the sauce. I did. But pulling myself out of that and just becoming a better and stronger person, I think, um, has just helped me just grow overall. And it's self-aware of you. I mean, I even, I realize once you get that kind of attention where it's like the show doesn't go on unless you mm-hmm. fucking go there and get married or like the, no one's shooting a sheen, a, a sheen, <laughs> a sheena, a scene without sheena there. And I started realizing that with Summer House once I like went to shooting and I got there and I had a film pocket. I just had a lot of shit I'd do that day. Yeah. And I was like, the first thing I said, I go, I need an iced chai latte. And my producer comes <laughs> up to me and goes, he was British. He goes, sit the fuck down and calm. Remember who you are. And I was just like, Ugh. but I can see how when people depend on you, you start being like, well, I can show up whenever I want. Yeah. I can. Like, what are you going to start the scene without me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, you don't want to hate the person you're becoming. Right. And it affects your friendships. Absolutely. How are your friends right now in LA? Like, I feel like, Everyone wants to make it, and I'm gonna be honest. You guys have fucking made it to capacity. Like reality TV, you guys. I think you should win an Emmy. I think um, our editors should win an Emmy because what they show of me <laughs> is just 
amazing. Like pun intended, bravo, <laughs> editors, bravo. <laughs> I went, you're like kind of getting this like mean girl edit right now. What do you think? That wasn't an edit. That was just how I acted. <laughs> But I was kind of an asshole to Dana. So that was not editing. That was just me. Why? There, I explained this on my podcast last week with Ariana. I was saying it's frustrating because, you know, when you are filming a show, you can only talk about so much. Yeah. And the reality was here comes this new girl on the show who just like comes in like a hurricane is like not taking all of my friends from me. Cause you can't take someone from another person unless yeah. they choose to go. But it was just like, she just so quickly, it's like, Oh, I'm dating the last guy you dated. And I'm trying to be best friends with your best friend. And then your other best friend, I have a girl crush on. And then the guy that you kind of like, I'm going to go out with and not tell. It was just like mm-hmm. all of these things that was just like thrown in my face. But the biggest thing was like day two, everyone's going to her comedy show and that's being shown. And there were multiple of those that were covered that I'm like, no one ever saw my Vegas show and no one ever saw my podcast. And it was just one of those things where like, I mean, if you want to say it's a jealousy thing, it was jealous that a career of someone who's been on the show for two days is being shown and not someone of eight years. And if I get in trouble for saying that, you know, it show my career, but it is just like the most frustrating thing for me when all you see is desperate Sheena for a boy who works at sir And I'm like, do you people really think that that is all of my life? Because that's insulting. If you think that I have no substance other than I want to date this boy and I work at Sir. Like living in Vegas for half a year, there was so much content missed in my personal life. That was the biggest thing I've ever done. It was literally life changing. Coming off a heartbreak with Rob and then dealing with the divorce at the same time because I never did process that. I hopped right into another relationship. So dealing with two breakups at once, moving to Vegas. I've never been until then out of LA longer than 10 days in Europe. And performing. Every single night. It was six nights a week. I had Wednesdays off every Tuesday. I flew back to LA. I podcasted on Wednesday. I flew back on Thursday. For four and a half months, that was my schedule every day. But I was there overall for six. Why did you do it? The show. Well, yeah, the show and the podcasting. And like, why in this moment in your life did you want to do that? I got the opportunity to do the podcast with Podcast One mm-hmm. the month I moved to Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how am I? I'm like, oh, I'll just do it when I move back. Like, how am I going to make this work now? Yeah. But it was like that opportunity was there then. It was like maybe it wasn't going to be there in six months when I moved back. And then yeah. if we're picked up, we start filming again. Like, I'm so happy you're showing me this side of the story because yeah. like it's important. You're so, there's so many facets of yeah. you that have like, there's a reason you're still on the show also. I do think that it seems like her coming in, they know that she has a huge, huge disadvantage. They were trying just so hard, mm-hmm. way harder than they would ever try with you. Cause yeah. you've been there to like get her to be relevant. and remember. Yeah. And it's like, it's one of those moments where you have to like see the big picture of it. Mm-hmm. She's in such a different position than you. Yeah. You'll see, um, a lot of changes with her and I's, mm-hmm whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. work relationship, friendship, like you'll definitely see um, some big changes, some good, some bad. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was just like, I'm not jealous that you're dating Max. Like, yeah. trust me, he is the last guy I've, I would recommend to anyone. Has to date. anyone seen Brock? Has anyone <laughs> seen what Brock looks like? Okay, like, continue. I'm good. <laughs> and I mean, the guy who I was casually dating yeah. all summer 
didn't want to be on the show. Of course. So it's like, you don't see that. That's why I'm like, it's so frustrating that I'm like, you don't see like all my girlfriends I've known for 15, 20 years who I hang out with on the West side, things they do with my sister and my mom, like my podcast, my show in Vegas, like my fitness line, my makeup line, all of these things I've done. Your fitness line is so fucking cute. Thanks. Paige and I were texting about it when it came out. It's just like, it's not too like, it's so like wearable. Yeah, it's so comfy. And it's not like slutty. And when I say slutty, I just mean like I don't want to look like I'm about to like grind on a dude when I'm at the gym no. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to look hot, but like not too hot. Right. Um. Anyway, any update with Shay? Does he have music um, coming out or like? I know he is still working with Hiro, who he was in like a group with as yeah. um we had our falling out as I call it mm-hmm. but um so he is still working on music um we keep in touch not as much we were better friends last year and then there were just a few things that I was still seeing some inconsistencies and I invited him over to my family's house for a barbecue and I was mm-hmm. so excited for like just to get back in like my family's good graces and to build a real friendship yeah and then like five minutes before he was supposed to be there he said he had to go into work which I knew was a lie and then I didn't hear from him for four months And then it's like, I just ran into him at a funeral, unfortunately, last week. And it was kind of awkward because I'm like, we were getting to such a good place. And then I don't see you and I don't hear from you. And then randomly when I was here at BravoCon, he FaceTimes me and I didn't answer because I was with Brock and it was like the Vanderpump Rules after party. And I'm like, "Uh, did you mean to call? He's like, hey, what's up? Where are you? And I'm like. I haven't heard from you in four months. Sometimes like, like those friendships are just not meant to be. No. So, and I mean, I, I wish him all of the best, yeah, but I, it, I think yeah. you exposing that on national TV of just like what was happening. I went through a relationship with my first boyfriends who like, I didn't know was using drugs. Mm. And I found out later, it's like the little bit every day. Like it wasn't a party yeah. drug. And I, he basically told me that he relapsed like a year and a half into it when I already like loved him and mm-hmm. I was like I'm here for you and he was like I have an addiction problem and I was like I'm here for you and yeah. then I realized like I can't babysit this kid. no so like I went through the exact same experience and like he's he was sick mm-hmm. but like sick in a way that he, you weren't prepared to- no and if you don't want to help yourself like how can I help you and that was the thing with Shay where everyone's like, how did you not know? I'm like, because he had been taking this shit since before we started dating. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know any other Shay. That was the Shay I knew who was like and he's on Vicodin every day. Late every night partying. No. It was his just numbing his own emotions. Yeah, which was so sad because it was like once I found out like this was an issue, we I mean, I wasn't gonna get a divorce, but there was also a girl he was talking to on the side and had this whole like emotional affair, which I still, Mm -hmm. I hid because I didn't want to admit that that was wrong in our marriage on Mm -hmm. top of the drugs and alcohol. (sighs) So I like covered for him on that, but I was just like, okay, we can get through this. You know, we got married. I take these vows seriously for better or worse. This is the worst. It's gonna get better. Did he want to film? He, when we first got the initial meeting to do the show, Mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't, Mm -hmm. he was my boyfriend at the time. Mm -hmm. We were all about it. And we like, we're like, oh, we should like get married on the show. Like they do on the bachelor and like (laughs) get engaged and like all this stuff. And it was just like, at the time, I mean, we're 25 years old. We didn't know the show was going to take off. It was just like all of these things like, oh, we should do this and we should do that. Mm -hmm. And everyone had their own agenda and things they wanted to plan. He was game. And that's the most important thing. You didn't like force him to be in this life that he didn't choose. No. And then the second that 
things started to get a little hard for him and you know he wasn't making money on the show and he wasn't happy it just it really took a toll on our relationship but I'm like I never forced you to do this we agreed to do this together when I agreed to sign on to the show you could have broken up with me you could have said you know what I don't want this yeah but you did and we did it together and we made that decision together like I didn't force him to marry me on national television that was something we decided on together do you have any advice for me being on a reality show and trying to date. Oh, God, it's so close <laughs> to impossible. I'm so fucking single right now. Yeah. Like, I'm more single than I've ever been. I mean, that was me until Brock, honestly. Like, I was so single. I was casually dating someone over summer, but yeah. it wasn't going anywhere. It was yeah. just, you know, like a, a good booty call. And, and if I'm going to film Summer House, comes, we, we don't know if we're renewed yet, but mm-hmm. if you do, then if you start talking to someone within three months, you have yeah. to, like, let them know. Oh, totally. Like, side note, I'm going to, we'll be filmed if we're seeing each other. Yeah, like, and that's... Fucking, it's so hard because it really and takes... And these New York guys are not entertainment no. dudes. Oh, right? All these, you know? like, stockbrokers They're all like, a financial analyst. What is a financial analyst? No one knows. <laughs> what are you analyzing numbers? It's a number. Look at it. Anyway. Um, yeah. But... Um, it's tough. It is. So, I mean, I would say it definitely takes a certain type of guy and personality who is yeah. secure enough in his own career and life that he just wants to add value to yours and if that means being on the show then great like Bo for example I mean perfect example he is someone who adds so much value to Stassi's life Mm -hmm. who has bettered her career Mm -hmm. literally two years ago she was making stupid comments losing podcast sponsors and now look at her she's touring she's so successful New York Times bestseller like I'm so proud of her and happy for her but I really think that Bo has added a lot of value to her life because he was secure enough in his his own life and career yep. that he was okay to come on and no one gets paid the first season of a reality show nobody <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not like he came on to make six figures like that no. doesn't happen he came on because he knew it was important if he loves her that he needed to be a part of this show because that's what her life is her life is her job her job is her life I need to wait for that special dude exactly and don't settle until you do because I've I've had a lot of a lot of frogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm some, I see myself in you, and I think a lot of girls, even if they don't fucking say it, because people yeah. love to like share the memes of you and be like, Shana, Shana. We're we've all been that girl mm-hmm. who like you project all this stuff onto a dude, and then he doesn't come through with any of it. And I you, like think want it. I need to start embracing that more instead of covering it up and like yeah. being like, oh, everything's perfect. Like, no, 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 I'm so happy. Like, because now looking back and seeing the way like Max and Brett have said things behind my back and I never even dated Brett. We had a five second kiss. It was not a yeah. hookup as he says. Okay, <laughs> bitch, please. But like people love saying they hooked up with you, you Carl. Know? <laughs> Okay, I mean, we didn't sleep together, but we did hook you up. You messed around a little. But, but it was after he said that, actually. There was so. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you already oh, said yeah, it, so I might as well do it. <laughs> How was it? Um, I mean, we didn't hit a home run. We never got past <laughs> second, third base. So. It's okay. Carl's, you know, he gets yeah. sweaty, so it's good. You didn't go too far. Yeah, but... um. <laughs> Yeah. Also, everyone's <laughs> had a fucking rob where, like, you Ugh. fucking love them so much. Where, like, you're with your friends and you just don't stop talking about them. Like, uh-huh. everyone's been like that with a dude. Like, you meet a guy and you're just, like, so into him. Yeah. And I think I've gotten so defensive with the way it's been portrayed and edited. And it's yeah. like, I literally just had a meeting with a company I'm going to start working with. And they're like, we really need to know, like, what is your brand? Because. No offense, we don't think it's music. 
So it's like, we're not going to brand you as a singer. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not. That's something I do for fun as a hobby. Mm-hmm. If I have an appearance, give me a microphone, throw me on the bar, I'll sing yeah. good as gold and do the splits. That's Fuck just a yeah. little bonus. Fuck yeah. That's not something I'm trying to build a career on. It's just a fun <laughs> hobby. But wasn't there some singing in Vegas? Um, it was a dance. Really. It was dance. Okay. Yeah. So it had a dance at uh, dance number at the end of mm-hmm. every show. And that was mm-hmm. so much fun. But that was acting, improv. Yeah. And I love doing that. Comedy. But when Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they asked me like, well, what is your brand? I'm like... I, I yeah you know that's a great question because I can give you 10 answers but it's like I really need to hone in on one thing like Stassi mm-hmm. I she embraced her basic bitchness yeah. and you know is building a career on that and I'm like you know what maybe if I embrace that desperateness <laughs> <laughs> it is relatable but I just I never embrace it I always just act like no 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 like he was this and he was that and like I'm it's like I always try and make an excuse instead of just being like yeah I looked dumb. I mean, Rob was hot and like a fucking Ew, man. let's not say hot. I mean, he was tall. That was all. Well, that's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You did say that. Yeah, he I, had his height going for him and that's Honestly, I didn't it. even look at his face, but he, he seemed hot. Um, and I think you're so right. My question is, Kristen, Aww. who has the new book coming out, uh-huh. You're Not Crazy. Or he's making you he's crazy. He's making you crazy. Yeah. I think she is in that path too mm-hmm. where she's, she's embracing her crazy yeah so but i think we're all a little i crazy. love the idea that it's like if i always say if a man makes you feel crazy mm-hmm. he's not the one right your man should not make you your man's should not make you that's a really good point cra- one girl said that to me once mm-hmm. and i ever since then like the second a guy makes me like question my texts or like act in ways i wouldn't act i'm like you're not the one yeah and then i move on that's so true and that's why i kind of like her book yeah but i feel like She's doing it. I feel like Stassi's doing it. I think we're getting that. I feel like I'm, I'm kind of Shina's manager. If you guys yes. Uh huh. We're, we're, we're planning, planning a tour. The, we're it's planning, all happening it's tour. All, it's all happening. <laughs> Coming um, 2021. <laughs> also, do you know how many girls say to each other when something good happens, it's all happening? Yes. But like, I know. And it's just like, like I, it's a thing. I know. So I do. I want to do because I'm like, uh, yeah, shenanigans. That's the name of my podcast. But I'm mm-hmm. not doing a podcast tour. I'm not sitting there doing a live podcast. Like, mm-hmm. like I know Caitlin Bristow has done like a podcast tour. And that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. Stassi isn't doing a podcast tour. It's like a variety show. Yeah. And I'm like, I had this fan reach out, um, Kimberly Ortiz. Mm-hmm. I like to give her a shout, shout out, out because Kay. it was amazing. But she was like, oh, if you do a show, she was listening to the podcast we did. <gasps> And she was like, I was just listening to your podcast with Hannah. And she's like, if you do a show, um, a tour, you should call it the It's All Happening Tour. And I'm like, that is so genius, genius. because it's like, it will be a variety show where it's like, it's all happening. Perfect. We've I got want this. Dancing. We've got, I want the split. We can do speed dating with a bachelor contestant, bring three single girls up from the audience, do a skip from sex tips, do a singing number, a dance number, like whatever. Like there's so many things that I want to do. And I'm actually meeting with a tour manager this week back in LA <gasps> just to like be like, okay, if we were to do this, do we want to pitch it as a tour? Do we want to maybe pitch it as a residency in Vegas again? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we want to do with this? It's going to take some time to plan. Hell yeah. T- but take your time to do it right. You don't need to, you exactly. don't need to rush. There's no anything. rush. You got Botox. You don't need to rush. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, you have your <laughs> eggs frozen. Mm-hmm. How has that changed your perspective on your career? It makes Was me, it a career choice? N- like, no. I mean, it was just, it was more of a, I'm single and I don't see any prospects. And if I want to have kids, I, I need to do this now. What because age? I'm 34. Mm-hmm. 
but my AMH levels, which is your hormone levels, I forget what it stands for exactly, mm-hmm. should be, and I just saw this on um, Jersey Housewives episode where- Oh yeah, Melissa. Melissa is 2.83. How good is Jersey this season? It's so <laughs> good. Oh my God. Dolores is doing my podcast tomorrow. Dolores is the I'm best. I'm obsessed with her. Oh my God, Dolores. Wait, who's, who's the guy that she's dating? Tom. Dave, David, David, David's not here. David, where's David? And it's always Frank. Frank, <laughs> Frank, I love you, Frank, but you're on my nerves. You're yeah. On my <laughs> Margaret Josephs is great too. And you yes. had Jennifer. Uh, you had Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad that were. It reminds me of my like Italian family, yeah. just like from New Jersey. I love them. Um. Okay. Do you remember one picture on your Instagram where you looked happy but you weren't? Every picture I posted with Rob. <laughs> 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 was Rob your least happy? Honestly, I feel like Rob was my most, I'm telling myself I'm happy, but I'm really not. Because with Shay, mm-hmm. there were a lot of red flags, yeah. but I still loved and adored him so much. We had such a history. We and went he to loved high and school adored together. You. That was the thing. He really did. He worshipped me. I love those cute and high I, school relationships. But you grew. I, yeah, but I mean, I, I loved him to death. He was my best friend. And that was the hardest thing in the breakup, like a divorce. I mean, it wasn't just the divorce or losing a husband. It was like, I lost my best friend. Like that was like my roommate. That was my best friend. And then, yeah, he was my husband as well, but that was my person. So that was the hardest thing for me. But then right after that, it was just like, Oh my God, Rob, this guy who I've like always thought about, like, what if, what if, because we never gave it a real shot that I told myself I was so happy and this was the one for me because I was like, I can't have another failed public relationship. Like, oh my God, this has to work out. And when I look back at pictures, like there were so many where I look so cute and happy mm-hmm. and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I literally had my sister go and delete every single photo with Adam, Shay, or Rob from my Instagram. Did you feel, start over? Did that help you? Yeah. Did you feel like you had this fantasy of what the relationship would be and then it took you a while to be like, wait, this isn't, I'm not happy in this? Yeah, I think so because he, I don't want to say he manipulated me, but I think he acted one way to my face as we see like Max. Like you acted one way to my face, but then you're saying other things behind my back. And I'm like, use your words. Mm -hmm. And I mean, thankfully nine months in, Rob did use his words and he Mm -hmm. said, this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. The reality show, them saying I cheated on you, all of this, like I don't want this life. And it crushed me, but I was so thankful for that because I wouldn't have ended up in Vegas that weekend trying to get over him, going to see Kendra Wilkinson and Jay Rodriguez in sex tips, Mm -hmm. and then getting a call the next day as an offer to audition. That never Holy would have happened. Fuck. Look at sorry for cursing, but look at that <laughs> circle. Look yeah. at that. I love that. I was talking to my friend today who got broken up with, and I was like, I'm sorry, I love breakups. Mm-hmm. I think they're orgasmic. I think it's where change comes. Like yeah. whenever a girl or a guy gets broken up with, I'm like, new things are uh-huh. around the corner. And it's like a you can't see open doors until you close the one. No, you're in. and the second like I cut Adam out, mm-hmm. it was just like it was again, heartbreaking because he then became my person. And I know I say everyone's my best friend, but Mm -hmm. like Adam was the person who got me through that breakup with Rob. He came out to Vegas every Mm -hmm. few weeks to visit me. Every time I came back to LA, he'd pick me up and like, we had such a- And you would talk all the time. Every single day. And we had the most solid friendship. We were inseparable 
but there was always that like underlying attraction. But when I met him, I was in a relationship and then he got a girlfriend for like a couple months and we were just always friends. But I felt like it was inevitable with him and I, because we were so attracted to each other Mm -hmm. and our sex was great, Mm -hmm. but it was never going to go any further. Was he the one you said? Like he was the first guy that gave you orgasms. Um, it was him and then the guy I was casually dating uh-huh. last summer. But it was like, I got like one or two from each of them. My friend, With Brock, it's been three, four months and I can't even count how many. That's amazing. <laughs> well, my friend has this podcast called How Come, where uh-huh. she like never had an orgasm until oh she was God. 28. Yeah. And she called me for oh, this I was podcast. In my 30s. And she was like, you have to ask Sheena if she's, if she's having orgasm. Yes, I am. And it's like... I, but that's the thing was everyone's like, well, how do you never have? I'm like, I really enjoy a, sex. It feels good. And I know the guy's getting off and he's enjoying it. And again, I'm a giver. It's my love language. So yeah. I'm like, if you're getting off and you're happy, that makes me happy. I don't need to get off. I'm fine. I just want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm always all about the other person. Mm-hmm. And with Brock, he will not stop until I come. Yeah. Like, he's like, no, no. I'm like, come on. And like, we even got like in a fight about it a couple weeks ago. Cause I'm like, <laughs> but if you don't, then I feel like you don't enjoy. He's like, oh yeah, I forget your ex has fucked you up in that sense. And like, you have all these like issues where I'm like, because like with Rob, like there'd be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm this at work. And I'm like, uh-huh. are you not attracted to me? Are my boobs too small? Like I really don't was taking consultations with doctors to get boobs, Please even though he don't. wasn't a boob guy. And I'm not going to <laughs> No, Brock says he's the mayor of the itty bitty titty committee. And he told a lot that at my house to remember that also you look like you gain 20 pounds when people like get boob yeah dogs. well if you like gain extra weight it's just i just can't your body's too little you'll break your back yeah i don't have the frame for double d's so <laughs> now i'm just gonna you know i've said when i'm 40 or 42 when however old i am after i have get a couple a kids you know maybe get a little lift in a small implant but I want to be the girl who really, really wants a full B. I don't want to be like, mm-hmm. I want to be like a small C and then you end up with a double D. Mm-mm. No, I just want to be a full real B because when I was like 130, 35 pounds, that's what I was naturally. Yeah. But then I got down to like 105 and mm-hmm. I lost everything. And even now at like 120, the boobs just never came back. I just gained it everywhere else. What was with the weight fluctuation? Um, so in college I was anorexic my senior year. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian wasn't a thing. Paris Hilton was. So oh being God, skinny so was right. what was in in 2005. Especially in LA. Absolutely. And I knew I wanted to get into acting. The camera adds 10 pounds. So I just stopped eating for like a year. <gasps> and then I moved out to LA. I never was really a big drinker, never party, never did drugs, smoked weed, nothing. And then here comes 22, my birthday. I was dating this, I'm not going to say who, mm-hmm. but this actor who I had the biggest crush on. That Like he was on a show that I watched when I was in college. Oh we started God. dating. We started partying. I started drinking a lot more. And then, you know, you get drunk and then you're late night at Bossa Nova at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. eating bread and pasta and mm-hmm. shit. And it just was an extreme weight gain that I got up to like, I think the biggest I was was like 133. Mm-hmm. And I'm 5'5", and it wasn't a healthy 133. It wasn't muscle. It was just partying. And everyone has a healthy weight that you feel like you're best. Yeah, and for me now, that's like 115 to 120. I have an ass. I still have my small waist, but Mm -hmm. it's like I look healthy. Yeah. And after I got up to that, then I like got married. I was probably around 125 mm-hmm. and I had the crop top wedding dress with like my iconic, my rolls and thank you. But <laughs> iconic. It was, 
I didn't have the body that to wear that though. It was like all mm. my photos had to be photoshopped, and then ones that made it in magazines weren't photoshopped. And then I was just like, I got really insecure. So I got with a trainer, mm-hmm. and I did it the healthy way. But then I got back down to like 107, mm-hmm. and then I was too skinny. But I was the healthiest I had ever been. Mm-hmm. So. Moving to Vegas, eating at all of those amazing restaurants, even though I was working out every day and dancing every night, I naturally put the weight back on that now, I mean, it would take a very strong diet and Mm -hmm. exercise to get back under 110, which I don't want to be. I'm very happy with the weight I'm at now. It's just like tighten and tone. It's so, I mean, I love how open and honest you're being. Like, I I thought I was going to have to push you harder, but you were just killing the game. I'm an open book. You're killing the the game. But I want to let you know that when you're wearing that crop top, like, I thought you looked stunning. Thank and I remember you. even seeing like a normal, like, look at me right now. When you sit, when you're just how yeah. it's called skin totally. with a little bit of fat. Yeah. Because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think as you're older, more confident, like I heard in your 30s that it becomes easier. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, this is me, bitch. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm happy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, my clothes still fit. <laughs> um, okay. Because we have to wrap up soon. I'm going to play our final game of the seven deadly sins. Seven Deadly Sins. What are you greedy about? Wait, this is hard. (laughs) I don't think I'm really a greedy person, but I would say, I mean, in like a positive way, but like Mm -hmm. when it comes to like a business deal with Mm -hmm. like trying to get like, you know, as much money as I can because that's like my life. But I I wouldn't necessarily say that's greedy. Are you good at negotiating? Um, I have people who do it for me who are better because I'm too nice. I'll just that's, like settle and be like, okay, that's fine. I'll, just, I'll literally be I'll like, they that. have a family probably like yeah. they need to pay their bills. My, I need people to, I'm uh-huh. so, I'll do shit for free. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> and that's the thing. And then it's like, I hate it because then I have like friends who I've known for a long time. It's like, can you shout out my company? Can you? And yeah. then it's like, then I'm doing these favors for free because you're yeah. my friend. But it's like, I also have a business and a brand that I can't just do shit for free. So do you find like the amount of people that reach out to you for asking things of you has been just like insane over the time yeah and I think people just think because you like you know had a social studies class with them back in 10th grade that yeah. like you owe them something yeah and I'm like I don't even remember your last name like that's the one thing me and Paige have noticed the most is like our phones are just people like mm-hmm. reaching out to get stuff the biggest pet peeve I have is when people ask me to follow them whether it's a yeah. fan or someone I know, yeah. I only follow 420. It's been that way since I have social media. <laughs> if I follow someone new, I have to unfollow someone. And I only oh follow God, people I know yeah. have met in person. I don't even really follow any celebrities. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes if my Instagram drops to 419, I'll follow Kim Kardashian just <laughs> until the next person I meet, I need to follow because they stay at 420. And it's like, and I hate when people are like, it would make my life. Can you please follow me? Because I'm like, if I followed everyone who asked, I would be Schwartz because he literally does that. And he follows like 7,000 people. too sweet. But then you never see the people in your it like close your friends experience. and family yeah. who you want to see their stories and stuff because you're following 7,000 people. And also you feel like you're the asshole because you're not making this person's life even though they're saying you would. But it's like you have to put boundaries and that's what a people pleaser has yeah. to teach themselves. And that's one, one boundary I have. Like I'll go comment on your photos. I'll mm-hmm. send you a video. I'll do other things. But like I'm not going to follow people I don't know because I just, I, I care about seeing the people I'm closest with lives and yeah. not a stranger. But I'll comment. I'll shout out. I do cameos every day. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. But it's just like, the following Girl, thing. You don't have to defend yourself. And, and photos when I'm eating. That is the only time I'll <laughs> say no. 
That is like my one boundary. I also, if you're at dinner and people want, a I photo. just say as soon as I'm done. Like absolutely, let me just finish my dinner as soon as I'm done. Because I'm like, I have broccoli in my teeth. Mm. I like my food hot. Like I just, just don't interrupt me in these like 20, 30 minutes I'm sitting down. I eat really quick, like mm. probably too quick. Mm-hmm. And it's probably bad for my metabolism. But it's like, that's the only time. Like, for example, mm-hmm. of how I never say no to photos. Uh-huh. We were at a music festival a couple months ago. Of course. And um, I just had a, a little too much alcohol <laughs> in my body. And I was like, where's the nearest trash can? And I just, I'm so sick. And then like Brock was so sweet. And he's like, let me take you to the bathroom. I'm like, okay. And as we're walking to the bathroom, I was like, nope, nope, nope. Again, not joking a third time. And after <gasps> that, I was like, I'm like, go get me a napkin. Get me gum, get me up. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. I'm like, I'm freaking out because I'm like, I never get sick. But it yeah. was just, I hadn't eaten that much. I'm just drinking. It was dumb. And after the third time I threw up, he like grabs me a napkin and a piece of gum. And as I'm putting the gum in my mouth, wiping my mouth, this girl goes, excuse me, can I get a photo? And I'm like, sure. (laughs) I smiled and took a photo. I was like, oh my God. (laughs) So after I throw up, totally down to take a photo. But if I'm eating, no. Not at the dinner table. (laughs) So I feel like growing up in LA, you probably like to be an actor, like you wanted fame. Yeah. Has fame been better or worse than you thought? Um, I think it's kind of been everything I thought it would be, but I'm still waiting for the more. Okay. Like I, I want to do, and I mean, this is a personal thing that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the only one who can do this, but mm-hmm. I want to do more with the platform I have. It, I mean, 1.1 million people is a lot. It's not a ton compared to so many other influencers and what the Kardashians can do. Mm-hmm. But even just with the brush fires in Australia, mm-hmm. that was like one thing I'm like, I'm going to use my platform to raise as much money as I can because Hell yeah. I love the koalas and the kangaroos. And like, it just was heartbreaking seeing all this. And especially with dating someone who's from there and his family, you know, they're being affected by the smoke and I have friends being evacuated. And that was like the first thing in a while that I'm like, okay, this is something I'm passionate about and I want to put more into and I really want to start doing more about anti-bullying because like I can donate money to St. Jude and the ASPCA which I do monthly like all day long Mm -hmm. but I want to do more than just giving money like whether it's going to speak at colleges about bullying or things that I can actually relate to I just I need to do more and I need to do better because I know I can. I think I just kind of got in a slump the last couple of years mm-hmm. and it was just like I felt like I wasn't good enough and it was just like Adam and Max and every guy in between. I'm just like no one wants me. I'm not good enough. I'm like I'm making all of this money but I'm not happy and it's just like mm-hmm. yeah, money makes things easier but it doesn't always make you happy. No. And helping people makes me happy and I don't know why I haven't been doing more of that publicly. And I feel like it sounds like you're understanding kind of what makes you tick. Yeah. And like guys actually aren't really a factor. Like no. The guy came without you trying. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, who are you envious of? Um, we talked about this a little bit on my podcast, mm-hmm. but Stassi and I love her and I'm so proud of her. And like, I just texted her the other day, congrats on buying her house. I had a diet Dr. Pepper in my hand. I was like, cheers to you. <laughs> and, but it's like, and it's, it's not a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's I'm, I'm envious of, she has the career that I've always wanted and I'm still working to get. She's mm-hmm. just a couple steps ahead of me. Did you think that she was capable of this? 
I think we're all capable of it. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I think she just did it quicker. Mm. I think her priorities were more work and mine, honestly, were more dating for a while. And that was kind of my focus. And I was doing so well with the show and financially that I'm like, well, I'm good. Like now I just need to find my forever. And then the more, you know, the more seasons that have passed and it's like, this isn't going to go on forever. And now yeah. just seeing how much she has built her career. It's like, as much as I'm envious of it, it's so motivating for me it to just be you like, you know path. what, if you can do it, I can do it. Hell and yeah. like, if Stassi can find love, I can find love. I said, she's the only guy, girl on the show who's dated guys worse than me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I mean, I genuinely look up to her and it's like, she has just like set the mood where it's like, okay, we're seeing that this works. Yeah. You know, people want to read books from the Vanderpump girls. Mm -hmm. People want to go to a live show. And I'm just like, it just, it does it. It makes me happy to see that she's, she's doing so well. Because, she's inspirational. Exactly. And that's the thing where it's like, I don't want to say that I'm like envious and jealous in a negative way. It's just, it is motivating and it's pushing me to do what I want to do because I'm like my whole life I've always wanted to do a tour of mm -hmm. any sort whether that is a speaking at colleges anti-bullying tour a book tour a singing tour mm -hmm. a just anything like that's something I've always wanted to do and I'm like I see her doing it and I'm like why am I not trying to do this mm -hmm. like what like Stassi's the only person who can do a live show like I did one in Vegas yeah. for five months yeah. like this is something I've already done but then after that I moved back to LA. I started banging my best friend mm. and then there was another season of the show and then a year passed and then there was Max and it was just like, I'm like, why did I waste this last year? Dude, sometimes boys are so fucking time consuming. Yeah. Like you have to respond to them all the and time. And it was <laughs> fully taking care of Adam for like a year. <laughs> literally in every way take him on walks make sure he gets enough to eat <laughs> make sure he gets enough his curfew change him. <laughs> change him okay what are you gluttonous about like what's your go-to junk food or like thing you love to do mexican food or pasta oh yes for sure la like, has the best mexican the best food. i mean i could eat tacos and enchiladas and pasta every day every meal forever Honestly, same. We have the same and diet. And beer. Beer. I love beer. Really? I do. That was one thing I, I had to give for up for a while. Wow. But now it's like, I'll enjoy like on a football Sunday, I'll have a couple beers. But I know that's also what gave that's why me you're getting, a gut. Yeah. And you're getting along with the Australian guy because I know those guys. Mm -hmm. can, it's like water to them. Oh, totally. Um, When was the last time you experienced extreme wrath? So anger. Ooh. Um... You don't really snap couple on the show couple a nights ago when Brock went out and then came home and his phone died and he fell asleep and I didn't hear from him till the next day and I was like what the fuck? <laughs> and then he was like whoa like so you broke down his door threatened well to no down I the was house. in Palm Springs and he was in San Diego so oh. I ended up getting a hold of him and yeah. I I knew but it was like in my head like I go to so many dark places of like oh my god like not he's cheating on me that is I, I, not even an issue like I would mm -hmm. never think that I trust him a hundred percent but I'm just like well, what if something happened what if yeah. you got in a car accident what if he was walking home and got hit like what it's like it just my head went to so many places that I just like freaked out on him and I was like I didn't like how I felt and he's like I don't ever want to see you feel like that again I was like I don't ever want to feel like that again but it was like a 15 minute like freak out. ordeal and then it, it was also over shows you and care about exactly him. and also it shows that you guys can fight and then move on yeah i'm shipping this so hard thanks okay. um we're almost done when was the last time you were a sloth like do you ever are you ever a lazy piece of shit yeah totally cool um 
two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, you like to smoke weed. You yeah. like to hang out. Oh, I love to just smoke weed, sit on the couch, scroll, eat top scroll ramen, your phone. and binge. And <laughs> yeah, like I'm on the community app. So like fans can like live oh. text me. My Do phone you like number. that? Yeah. Or is it invasive? I know I love it. So my number, I'm putting it out there, is 310-299-9324. And I will just sit on my phone for hours and respond to fans because the community app is full of people who are fans of mine who give positive reinforcement and oh, yeah. tell me the things that like, not just that I want to hear, but things that also like help me. And I'm like, what do you guys want to see more of on my podcast, on my Instagram story? And it's such a great They're outlet. They're like your to, people. Yeah. Cause you get, I mean, it's like Yelp, the people who are tweeting stuff and writing stuff on your mm -hmm. Instagram. A lot of the time is people who are complaining. Exactly. And want to make you feel bad. Exactly. You're but, not going to go on Yelp and be like, this is the best dinner of my life. You're going to be like, that food was cold. The service was shit. No, 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 no. Exactly. So Sheena's annoying. service at Sir was a nightmare. Anyway. That's why I stopped taking tables for a while. I was like, I would rather perform on the bar and show up and take photos than wait tables because I was getting negative Yelp reviews <gasps> because I was taking photos and not paying attention to the tape. And I'm like, you know where you're coming to dinner. Come on. Like, I'm doing three jobs at once. I'm talking to people. I'm yep. taking your order and I'm taking photos. I'm doing wow. all of that at the same time. So after that, I was like, fuck this. <laughs> How do you deal with the energy of every time you go to a table, people being like, Sheena? I, I mean, I just embrace it. Like, it just, it makes people's days yeah. coming to Sir and seeing us and meeting us. And yeah. because I've had several relatable storylines. I'm like, I can't deal with people. Yeah. I'm, I'm really good with people. I always tell people, if you see me out, come up, say hi, give me a hug. I'm not a germaphobe. Yeah. Just don't interrupt my dinner. That's I all do, I ask. I do. <laughs> I am like, I love when people say hi to me, but like working at surf feels like a meet and greet. Yeah. And like meet and greets are intense. Definitely. Um, final question. When was the last time you lusted over someone? lust uh, I mean honestly it was probably Adam like because lust isn't like a a good thing mm. um so and also I feel like because you didn't fuck him for so long yeah you were like wanted it more yeah so yeah I think that was the last time because like with Brock we just had such a natural connection and I really was trying to push him away because he was just so good and I was like this is too good to be true like mm. This can't be real. Mm -hmm. And then after a few weeks, he wouldn't let me push him away. And I was just, I gave in. But it wasn't like a lust thing. It was yeah. just such a genuine connection that I finally had to accept. And I've never been happier. Well, you guys, Sheena survived hell with flying colors. One question I'd like to wrap it up with mm -hmm. is what advice would you give to the Burning Hell listeners on how to cope with your hell? I think just admitting it and owning it and just like embracing the things that are wrong. And I am not against therapy. I think everyone should go to therapy and as happy as I am and in such a good place in my life right now, I just told Brock last week, I'm like, I think I might want to go back to therapy. And he's like, if that's what you feel you need, because I'm like, there are things that he is as close to perfect as it gets. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's amazing. Mm -hmm. But I have so many insecurities from past relationships that come over to him. Like, I knew, 99% of my rational brain knew he went home, fell asleep, and yeah. forgot to charge his phone. He never charges his phone. I give him a Mophie, he forgets to charge the Mophie. <laughs> I knew that that's what it was. But that 1% of me remembered the you night that Shay left and never came home and got wasted and did this. And then it was just like all of these things that it's like it's so unfair to him. Yeah. 
be, but it's just. But he's getting all of you, and yeah. it sounds like you should buy him an Apple Watch. <laughs> he got AirPods. <laughs> yes. So, sh- where can people follow you, and where should people listen to you and watch you? So, my Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter is just at Sheena S C H E A N A, and new episodes of Shenanigans usually come out on Tuesdays, unless I have an awesome guest like Dolores this week. We're releasing on Thursday, and um, yeah, stay tuned for. Watch More. Vanderpump. Watch yeah. that show. Sheena, love you so much. Love and you. Um, I'll talk to you guys later in hell. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>